Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to this week's episode of the Nukes Perspective. Um, this is the Mother's Day edition. And no, I'm not Newt, but I am Newt. I am Miss Newton. Um, I'm Anthony's mother. And joining me tonight is Nicole Newton, Anthony's wife. So, um, of course, we're not Newton, and we have never done this before. He hasn't even ever invited us on the show before. I pretty much listen, I think, every week. That's what I, I listen to the Newt's perspective during my planning period on Monday mornings. And I think, Nicole, you've tuned in a few times, haven't you? Yes, I have. Okay. So... Um, this week's episode, I don't think, usually he talk, he gets on and talks about whatever he wants to talk about. A lot of times it ends up being about what's happening in the world and how he feels about what's going on in the world. Um, but we are here to do a Mother's Day edition. So we're going to pretty much, I guess, talk about what it's like to be a mother. We are both mothers. Um, like I said, I am Anthony's mother. Um, He's my oldest of three, probably my most difficult child. No, that's, I'm just joking. He was, he was not a difficult child. He was um, a very easy child. And um, I think when I had his sister who is four years younger than him, I can remember um, sitting out in the backyard talking to my mom and um, I was telling her that I was like, I don't know if I'm going to love this new baby that I'm about to have. I was probably about eight months pregnant because I love Anthony back then and he hates it, but it's reality of what it was. I called him Sean Sean back then. And um, I was just like, I love him so much. I can't imagine loving someone else nearly as much as I love him. And I don't think it'd be very fair, but um as most mommies will tell you, the next one comes along and you love them the same, but differently. Every child's a little bit different. Um, I just think, I think you all should know that uh, I started about 10 years ago. I used to do these prayers instead of New Year's resolutions. I used to do these prayers and um, January 12th, my prayer was always about Anthony because that's Anthony's birthday. So probably about eight or nine years back, my one of my prayers for Anthony was that he find the right person for himself. And um, to me, Nicole is all of those things that I think that Anthony needed. Um, he'd probably tell you if, he, if you asked him that. Um, she's a little bit like me, but she's different than me. And, um, but the biggest thing that I wanted for him was somebody that balanced him out. He has a great big old personality, not saying she doesn't have a great big old personality, but it takes a, a special kind of woman to, um, love and appreciate him for who he is, I think. And, um, I do, I love her. She's like, she's, like my daughter too and um i'm just glad that god answered my prayers and probably his prayers too so um that's my little interjection you got anything to say nicole 
thank you. Um, I guess, I mean, I am the mother of one, Jordan Johnson. He has probably been the easiest child that I can imagine have, having. Um, he, don't ask, he doesn't ask for much, he doesn't want much. Um, and you know that that he does want he gets it 99.9% of the time because he never asks for anything um so um that's about it um he's 18. that's funny because I think that's I think that's what make that's what made um Anthony easy is that he didn't ask for a lot um I, I really rarely like even remember going in the store and him like asking for stuff you know I kind of just knew what he liked by you know what his interests were but I could take him in the store I could take all three of them in the store and Asia probably was going to try to get everything Frankie was um going to just I guess assume that he was the baby he pretty much just got what he what he wanted but Anthony was always the one that was like looking out for everybody else he kind of was um just he just never really asked for much I, you know um the boys really didn't ask for much but Anthony really didn't ask for much and he he kind of carved his own way out he found there were times that were very difficult I hated middle school I can confess <laughs> that I'm a mother who did not like any of her children during middle school. That was the most difficult time when uh, Anthony and Asia were little. I did not cuss at all. I thought it was the most God awful thing for mothers to cuss, especially at their kids. But um, when Anthony hit middle school, he, he made me learn to cuss and cuss a lot. And I'm probably really good at it now. <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> but uh, that's why I said I, I probably couldn't teach middle school but especially seventh grade seventh grade was the year that it was there was a struggle oh, yeah. um you taught seventh grade didn't you yeah I did and that's the year there's a struggle for every parent probably yeah I don't know what it is about that age that grade but whoo they are a different bunch <laughs> yeah, I think thankfully Anthony made it out by the time he got to eighth grade grade, he started turning it around and I and I pretty much knew that that they they can't turn it around. But I thought, ooh, seventh grade, I was ready, I was ready to give them away. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them, even Frankie, who was who was always kind of pretty quiet at seventh grade, I was ready to throw every one of those jokes away. Yeah, hats off to everybody who teaches seventh grade. By the way, I don't know if you all know, but Nicole and I both teach. So we are both Miss Newtons. We are both fifth grade teachers. Um, we teach at different schools, but we work together in the aftercare program. So at, at my school. And um, this summer, we're going to actually work in the room together. So that should be interesting. But we get along really well. So, um, so I just, I have, we brainstormed a couple questions that we thought we'd answer. Um, and I say, I'm a lot, that's so unprofessional, I'm a teacher, that's crazy. But what's, it's the, e the easiest to me is, what's my favorite part of being a mother? Um, 
I have, like I said, I have three kids and I always say that they're my live, love, and laugh in that order. Um, Anthony's my one that taught me how to live for somebody outside of myself. I had to think about somebody besides myself. Um, almost every decision that I've made for the last 31 years, I've made it thinking about my kids, what it would mean to them, um, what are the consequences for them. Now, I was not saying by any means that I made the right choice, but um, I do think about them and everything that I do. Um, Asia's my love. Like I said at, at the beginning, she was the one that, um, she was one that taught me that I could love even more outside of my first little human being. And um, quite honestly, anybody that knows us knows that we've had some struggles and I have had to really, really learn that love is completely, totally unconditional. And sometimes even when my other kids are like, mom, and I'm like, that's my child. And um, she's one that probably makes me pray the most. I don't think that's any secret, but she is the one. They think she's my favorite, but it's um, there's a different kind of little love between a mother and her daughter. And so I always say she's the one that, that really, that's my love. And um, Frankie's my laugh. And Frankie is he's just funny all of my kids think they have a sense of humor but Frankie really is very funny in a dry way he could just always say anything and and he always keeps me laughing from the time he was a baby just being Franklin just saying whatever Frankie says he will always make me laugh and um they are the best part of me they keep me going they on, I, know, I, I can't ever really say that I like was one of those people that faced severe depression, but in the moments when I wanted to give up on, on stuff, just stuff, you know, they push me. I think they make me better. Um, they might not think so, but I think they make me better. And um, I think they make me a better teacher because I always think about um, what if these were my kids? You know, what if somebody talked to or treated my three like that? Or um, like one of the things that I don't punish my kids for very, very rarely, or even when I do severely, um, is getting stuff signed because I know that I don't always sign my kids' stuff. And um, I can remember looking out at Frankie on the um, fence at recess because he couldn't play because I had not signed his planner and it was more you know it wasn't like he hadn't given it to me <laughs> I just I get busy and got caught up and and he was suffering behind that so things like that um did do you get a chance to read with your kids all the time and juggling three kids and being a single mom made me think about um, the kids in my class who are in similar situations and 
just knowing that there's somebody out there that loves me unconditionally. I think they do. They, if there's nobody else in the world that loves me, it's those three people, even when we're not getting along, because we don't always get along, but even when we're not getting along, I know that they love me and I know that I can call them, even though I'm their mom, I can call them. What about you? Um, I think all of the above, um, but I guess Jordan made me realize that, you know, there was more to life than myself and what I wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so um, I would say that that's probably the biggest way that he changed me. Um, you know, I had to look out for him and what he wanted and what he needed um, and, you know, make decisions with, uh, with him in mind. Um, so I think just taking self out of the way is what um, being a mother did for me. Um, the, some for me, some of the, uh, worst parts of being a mother are, um, the fear, just, just straight out fear. Um, especially the older they get, that, that sounds crazy probably, but, um, it's not a secret you know, they're black males, you know, two of to the three of my kids are black males. And uh, I, when Franklin was about 13, and I remember he had, he might've turned 14, but he hadn't made it to high school yet. And he, uh, we stopped to the store and he Franklin has always been forever a hoodie child you know deep in his hoodie and he's always been tall for his age and so he went in the store and I, I saw a deputy pull he he walked out the store he got in his car when he saw Franklin walk in the store he turned around in the parking lot and came back and kind of parked almost right in front of the store until Franklin came out of the store, you know, and I had never seen that before with my kid, you know, I hadn't seen him profiled ever. And it gave me a fear about him. Uh, and, but even beyond that, just, especially as long as they were in the house, uh, until they were back in my house, I was always uncomfortable. Like it was always hard to sleep. I, 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 they're grown now and probably the happiest for me, the, the best I feel is when, for whatever reason, they're all in my space, you know, even though they might get on my nerves, I, I don't feel a, a level of complete comfort. Like I can protect them, you know, they they say I'm a mama bear and, and I am, I'm ready to fight about mine, but, um, just that, just just somebody hurting them, even even emotionally, but physically hurting my kids is I I, I 
don't know how those mothers who lose their children wake up in the morning, you know, just being honest. Um, I think the thing with the police, I don't think it has to do anything with the tide. I think it just really has to do with skin color because Jordan has had one of, and he's, I've had people tell me of both races that he looks old for his age, whatever that means. Um, but he had an incident with the cop uh, one time, I think he was 16 and the cop was like, kept yes sirring him like you know he was an adult and you know he kind of didn't know how to take that um I will say that at that time he did he was pulled over and he should have been pulled over because he didn't have his lights on but just the fact that the man approached him as if he were an adult and you know he was actually coming from football practice and he saw that you know he had on football gear and Columbia high school gear and that's when he kind of realized that you know, this is not an adult, this is a kid. Um, and so, you know, I think our kids as a whole get that whole, you know, they look more mature for their age. And I think we kind of have to raise them to be more mature because, you know, we know the things that, that, that you know, could possibly be waiting for them. Um, and another thing that worries me is just letting him make his own decisions, um, you know, and praying that he makes the right decision. Um, but realizing that you can't, you know, make a decision for them forever. At some point, they have to do things on their own. Um, so just, you know, I think that, that you know, weighs on me the most. Um, you know, he's not a very on the scene type person but you know it was that one time he decides to go and be on the scene and then you know something pops off and he's in the wrong place at the wrong time it's just like one of those type of things like you know I can't control that it's not something I can control but it's still scary thinking about it yeah I mean and I can attest that that's real because with um I don't know if they're in these loyal listeners, they probably heard him talk about Asia being shot. And um, that's something with her, just being in a wrong situation, you know, not, I wouldn't even say a wrong place, but just being on the scene of something that had nothing to, absolutely nothing to do with her and having such an, a life altering incident happen to her, you know, it makes it it is such a wake-up call like anything can happen to anybody and of all the things that I have probably envisioned in my life or thought about or overthought it wasn't that you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. her you know being shot by somebody she absolutely did not know about something that had absolutely not anything to do with her and it she had she was going to leave in five more minutes. So if it had happened 10 minutes later, you know, it wouldn't even happen to her. So um, that those things shape you and mold you. Um, What do you think if you could go back and change anything with Jordan, what do you, do you you think you'd do anything different? Um, Uh, Jordan, his personality is very much like mine. 
Um, and so I think if there was anything I could change about him, it would be something that I could change about myself as well. But since I know that's not gonna, you know, happen, um, I would he I would have liked for him to have been um, more involved outside of sports in school. But again, you know, that wasn't really me in school either. So I can't be mad. You know, he had great grades and all of that stuff. <laughs> um, so I think the thing that I would change is just kind of, you know, pointless to even consider it because he's me in male <laughs> form and, you know, some years younger. So <laughs> you were kind of not, you were kind of shy then too? Say that again? You were kind of shy back then too, huh? Um, I've always been very quiet, keep to myself. <laughs> and I don't know that it's really shy. It's just, uh, I don't like small talk. And so if I don't know you, I'm not about to sit and, you know, make small talk with you. <laughs> I'd rather just talk <laughs> to people I know. <laughs> and that's probably why we get along because I'll, I'll fill the space. I'm one of those people that I can't. I can't hardly stand, like, I, I don't really like to talk a lot, but it doesn't seem like it because I'm always talking, but I can't, I like have to feel that space. It feels like eerie to me, like, so I'm not a good person like driving in the car. I'd rather really drive almost by myself riding the car or with a whole bunch of people so I don't have to talk because I'm going to talk if nobody's talking. I don't know why I'm like that, but and I and I wasn't always like this. Like I would, I didn't always have this same type of personality. Like I, 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 I say that Anthony is the child that my mom and his dad's dad would have had if they had a child together, because they both have. I mean, you've met both of them, mm -hmm. and. <laughs> they have great big personalities and Ronnie and I are probably both like I was really quiet in school and he probably was really quiet too a lot of people knew him just because he was a you know he was an athlete a standout athlete but just as far as being very personable or being very involved in anything that wasn't with sports he wasn't me, you know, he's not going to go up and talk to just anybody, he, you know, with, with age, we've both changed some, but Anthony came out like that. Like he was <laughs> Mr. Personality coming out, came, came out like, boom, I'm here, you know? <laughs> so, but um, probably uh, not probably definitely some of the things that I would change are things that I could say I would change them, but if I change if if I change them, they would change who my kids are, you know. And I right. I, I love them, you know. I wish that uh, and Anthony talked about it a little bit. He's talked about it a few times, and I feel like sometimes when I'm listening to him, I feel like I'm learning stuff, you know, or I feel a little bit more like I learn what he how he really feels about some stuff, but. Um, I came from a two-parent home and I grew up, you know, with every holiday spent with my parents, you know, mm -hmm. my sisters and um, not really a lot of outside family. You know, we saw them when we came to Florida and that's primarily it. 
but we were pretty tight, a pretty tight unit. And um, we ate to the table every night together. Um, if, if I had to describe it, like we were pretty much like a perfect little family, you know, my parents Mm -hmm. getting divorced was probably in besides Asia getting shot is like one of the most devastating things that ever happened to me in my adult life, you know, probably in my life period. And, uh, I thought that my kids would have that same kind of lifestyle, you know? And so I know that that would be the one thing that I would change, you know, I would, I would give them that kind of stability. I don't know who it would be with, <laughs> but um, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm pretty much a like walk away person, you know, I yeah. can live with you or without you, you know, um, and so I probably, there's some things I probably would have fought a little harder for or I'm not into drama at all I, I, that drives me crazy so but maybe I would have shook up things a little bit differently just so my kids would have had um that kind of my mom and daddy's always sitting in the audience you know or mm-hmm. um you know my daddy's going to show up to this because that's what daddies do you know um that for the most part, I don't think they they've grown up completely even out of the city that their their dads even live in, you know. So right. that really wasn't even for the most part an option. Um, but I would have given them what it feels like to wake up Christmas morning, you know. They and I won't say that they haven't experienced that they have, but they haven't completely, you know what I mean, you know. Right. Um, so that would probably I would change that and I would as a mother I probably would do a lot I I wasn't hands-off I wouldn't say that but I'm not a like a real pressury kind of person my Frankie calls it passive aggressive you know but (laughs) (laughs) I, I you know I don't stay on top of them I've never been like show me your homework I want to see all the questions you know or uh, did you do this or you know I, I kind of like they had a not a lot of independence because I didn't play a lot of games but they uh, they were independent kids you know um, right. they could do a lot of things for themselves and maybe I would I would back up on some of them because not that they I would want them I would, would want to be sure that whatever their failures in life were that that I didn't contribute to them as you know I would have pushed Anthony to go to school there's no reason he shouldn't have gone you know stuff like that you know just honestly age probably wouldn't have two babies you know so Mm -hmm. but um that's it what kind of advice would you give um other mothers who maybe haven't reached your stage yet not necessarily new mothers but just Because Jordan's get ready to go off to school. Um, I would probably say the to just keep talking. You know, if your kids are giving you a hard time, um, you know, just keep talking to them and keep talking to them, and it'll sink in eventually. Um, it may not seem like it, you know, tomorrow or even a month from today. 
but it will eventually sink in and they will, you know, take heed to everything that you've been telling them growing up. So um, I would just say, I guess just keep nagging them, you know, until, <laughs> until, until they get it in their brain. Cause there's lots of things that, you know, I had to nag Jordan about that seemed like it wasn't going through, wasn't going through. And then, you know, all of a sudden, 11th grade, that's when it all hit him. So that would be my biggest thing. Don't ever stop, you know, encouraging and talking and, and, you know, just investing in your kids with, with words of wisdom. I, I agree. I remember that was how it was with Frankie, like the, towards the middle 11th grade, it was like the light bulb came on. <laughs> we know he's done some more things. I, I can agree with that. I think that, and I can say like today, Mother's Day, May 9th, 2021, that um, I feel like I'm in a good place with all of my kids. And it, of course, hasn't always been that way. You know, I, I don't think there's ever been a moment where all three are not speaking to me, but there has definitely been moments where they haven't been speaking to me or they haven't, or they're mad about something that they perceived I did. I didn't do it, but they perceived I did. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I love them more than life itself, you know, and um, it feels it, it's a it's a very good feeling to be able to um, wake up and um, talk to your kids um, anytime you want to about pretty much anything you want to always you know always um, I am one of those mamas that definitely tell my kids that I'm not one of your little friends more importantly I'm not one of your little friends mama um, but right now I am one of their little friends, you know, and I want, I want to be, you know, they don't have to tell me all their business. I don't want to know all their business by a long shot, but I always want them to be able to have that open door of communication to me. I told my, my friend, um, he was talking about something, he was talking to his daughter and and I was like, you know, I'm never going to be that person that interferes in anything. So uh, because when it comes to my three, <laughs> you know, if the phone rings, I'm pretty much answering, you know, right. if they call me and they need their mama, I'm pretty much going to be there. You know, um, that's who I am. That's who they are to me. And I think that, you know, I look at some mamas and I'll be like, do you love your kid? You know. Right. How do you not put your kids first? You know, I think that there's, there's, there's ways to do it. You know, I don't think I did it perfectly, you know, but um, as somebody who is, who's never been married, yet I have three kids, they can probably tell you like, they've never had anybody in and out their house, you know, mm-hmm. other than their dads, you know, they probably, I don't, you know, they don't, they don't they know people but they don't know people they probably just say something like that's that man like my mama you know but uh-huh. not <laughs> you know not they didn't have five thousand uncles coming in now you know or whatever um and I think that it's 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 important we are role models for our kids 
like right. I said, whether I got it all right or not, I didn't by a long shot. But um, we, that none of them asked to be here. And um, I put my kids first a lot. And I would say that it's okay to put your kids first a lot. It, you know, in the long run, it it all pays out, you know. Um, there's nothing like your children. I wouldn't take motherhood any other way. I probably would. I probably would. If I went back, I probably would have a couple more, you know, if I was, if I was married, you know, had a good husband, I probably would have had a couple mm-hmm. more because there has been no more incredible experience in my life than being a mother to Anthony and Asia and Amar. A.K. Frankie. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that just about, you have anything else you wanted to share, Nicole? No, nothing else. Okay, well, this has been this week's perspective, um, version of the Newt's perspective. It's probably a little bit different and we don't know if y'all tuned out or not, but um, we wanted to share with you all about motherhood and um, we hope you uh, we'll come back next week to listen again. It won't be us, of course. And uh, maybe we'll be on one time with Anthony or not. I don't know, because me and him probably talk over each other. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed it. I don't know about Nicole. I know she's, she's not as talkative as me. So. But um, until the next time, as Anthony says, I love you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. Peace. <laughs> uh-huh.